Hey, welcome to the Danny Abel podcast, where I help you connect the dots between mindset, metabolism, nutrition, and fitness to help you easily understand complex health and wellness concepts. I'm thrilled you're here to listen to what I have to share. So let's dive right in. All right. Well, welcome to episode one. It took me a while to put together what I wanted to talk about in this first episode, but it finally came together in the last few weeks for me. This is how it is in entrepreneurial life. It's like ideas pop into your mind and then you're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then later it's like, no, that was a terrible idea. And uh, honestly, sometimes you just kind of have to run with them in the moment when they're feeling good. So this is one of those moments and uh, I'm really excited to get into this with you. I want to talk about getting uncomfy. If you follow me on social media, I talk a lot about uncomfy and I kind of use that word. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to start and unpack that and talk about what I mean by that. So this is something I see people just completely embrace no matter what. They are open to being vulnerable and learning, whereas others are really hesitant to sit with those feelings of discomfort and it causes them to pull back and feel like they can never get ahead. So if you're listening to this, I'm going to venture that you want to be one of those people who embraces vulnerability, but you just don't know how to do it. So that's what the entire episode is about. I got you. I want to start by defining what does it mean or what do I mean when I say the word uncomfy? So it's essentially just uncomfortable, but I kind of like it. It's kind of a catchy little phrase. And then I'm going to give you some examples from my life to help you see that we're all constantly facing vulnerable situations. And then I'm going to teach you a framework that I like to use with my clients to help you feel confident to be able to embrace discomfort. And this framework comes from my nursing background. It was a part of the process that we used for our care planning for our clients, but it really can be applied to lifestyle change too. When I say the word uncomfy, what I am trying to describe is an emotional feeling. Now, there are different ways that we can develop emotions, but for simplicity's sake, I want you to be thinking about thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So here's my examples. For me, it all started in nursing school. I had a super strict instructor. I don't remember her name, her last name. Her first name was Judy, and she was freaking scary. I ended up passing out in her class on our first IV skills day, and she made it very apparent to everyone in the class that I couldn't handle it and that I was going to struggle to be a nurse if I couldn't get it together. Her reaction to my vulnerability messed with me so much. I remember telling my mom that I was never going to be a nurse. I was not destined to be in the healthcare field, and it was just never going to happen for me. Looking back, I let her decide for me that I couldn't be successful. Now, ultimately, I did overcome those thoughts, but it was a struggle that caused me to compare myself to my classmates who weren't struggling. Then I got my first job. I remember sitting in the report room on my very first day. I had literally just moved to the area 600 miles away from home. And one of the nurses who had been there forever was talking about her weekend plans and she mentioned this very small city, and everyone laughed. 
and said, oh, you went there for your vacation? And she's like, yeah. And I laughed too. But she called me out and she said, you just moved here. Do you even know where that is? And I felt like so small. I felt like an ant sitting on top of the report room table. My response to her was, uh, yeah, I know where that is. And it was true, but I wasn't confident enough to tell her off. So I let her walk all over me. And when I went home that night, my first day on the job, I left feeling like shit. Then I stepped into leadership. Well, let's just say there was nothing that I could do right back then. Everyone was constantly talking behind my back, or at least I think they were. Same thing when I went into consulting. I had to prove myself, I thought. I was constantly having colleagues and clients questioning my decisions. And oftentimes I thought it was because of my age. I was a young consultant and ultimately I was a young leader, but then I went into consulting also at a young age. And this caused me to struggle with my confidence as well in that role. And then when I stepped away from the traditional nurse role and went into business for myself, that brought a whole new level of discomfort. But I believed in myself and I kept going when it felt hard and people were questioning me. Even in my personal health journey, when I started tracking my food, people made fun of me. When I started saying no to second and third rounds at the bar when we were out with friends, people looked at me weird. When I started lifting and all the other women that were at the gym were using the cardio equipment, I felt like an outcast. I'm sure you get where I'm going here with all of these examples. The main one that I want you to see is that I made a choice to push past the discomfort. In all of these examples, I had thoughts that caused me to question what I was doing often, which led me to feel anxious, worried, timid, unsure, and many other things. But here's what I did. In all of those situations, I chose action. That was the constant. Despite all of the uncomfortable thoughts and feelings I was experiencing, I was persistent in the fact that I chose action. So I want to unpack this for you. What can you learn from my experiences? I want to start by talking about the nervous system. So your nervous system is in complete control. Even though consciously you're like, I have this goal, your brain subconsciously is always trying to keep you safe. So when I speak about the nervous system specifically, I'm talking about the brain, the spinal cord, and then all the nerves that branch out from there. Your brain is in control. Whether or not you can perceive it, it is still in control and its main job is to keep you safe. There are multiple layers to this and in future episodes, I'll be diving into things related to physiology but I'm not going to get into that right now. What I want to hone in in this particular episode is talking about new situations. New situations causes your brain to feel uncomfortable because it doesn't know how to respond. It's never experienced the situation before. So if you let it, it will revert back to an evolutionary pattern fight or flight. Think about yourself. 
Do you think that you're one of those people that goes into fight mode and takes action most of the time? Or are you one that goes into flight mode and vanishes? Maybe you do both. If you're not sure, I'm going to guide you through a framework to help you understand your typical responses. So go ahead and pause the episode, grab a scratch pad, or pull open a note on your phone, and I want you to take some notes. I want you to think about the last time you felt uncomfortable. Just grab a situation. How did you feel? What specific feelings came up? I want you to describe them in detail. If you forget this step and you just say stressed, it's not going to be helpful because you're not going to be able to get to the root of the problem. So I really want you to describe in absolute detail those feelings, like get gritty, get scrappy with it. I'm talking about things like worthlessness, mortified, insecure, disgusted, agitated, betrayed, etc. Then I want you to pause. I want you to look at those words. Where do you think those feelings are coming from? Are they coming from your own mind? Or did someone say something to you or do something to you that caused you to feel this way? Here's the kicker. Now that you know what the feeling is and where the feeling came from, what happened after that? How did you respond? What did you do or not do when you felt this way? Okay, so do you have that all jotted down? How does it look? How does it look? Look at it comprehensively. Do you see some clarity there? Do you like what you see? Do you not like what you see? The process that I just walked you through is a way to take behaviors that are oftentimes subconscious and pull them into consciousness. Now that you're more aware of what is actually happening, you can better see what needs to change. The biggest thing that I see most people do is that they don't realize their response to these uncomfortable situations. They just get frustrated with themselves or the other person or whatever is going on happens and then they just assume that that's how they are. That's how the other person is. They don't have a way to analyze what happened to gain a greater level of self-awareness. And sometimes it's even helping the other person, if this is a situation with another person, become more self-aware. I talk with my clients a lot about mindset and perspectives because you cannot get to where you're going without also working on your mind. So here's some examples. Maybe you can relate to some of them. You had really great intentions to track your food, hit your macro targets all week when you made your meal plan on Sunday, but then life happened on Wednesday and you went into fuck it mode the rest of the week and you half-assed it. Maybe you had set a goal to go to the gym four times this week and by Friday, you had only made it there once. So you threw in the towel on the weekend and went off the rails. You see where I'm going here? You feel like you failed, 
like you let yourself down. So you vanished, you went into flight mode. And then that action or behavior leads to feelings of disappointment with yourself. And this whole cycle continues. If you feel like you're stuck in the cycle, I just told you how to fix it. So book the episode, save the episode, do whatever you need to do to be able to come back and re-listen to this when you find yourself in these situations. The takeaway here is that perspective shifts cannot be overlooked. When you understand more about how your brain works and how this is influencing your behaviors, you're better equipped to actually make specific and impactful changes because you understand more about where these blocks and discomforts are coming from. And therefore, it makes them less intimidating because you feel like you can actually navigate the situation and understand what's going on so that you can take back control. I know this first episode was more mindset focused, but I did this intentionally because it's important to me that I start with this because the mirror and scale will always be there to screw with you. If you're skipping over the slow and boring stuff, in this case, the mindset work, you will struggle to feel and look good in the way that you want to. Or if you do manage to get there, you won't be able to maintain it because you didn't take a 360 degree approach. So that wraps up episode one. I hope you got a ton of value from it and that it helps you to be able to get a little farther ahead. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Danny Abel podcast. If you're enjoying the show and you haven't already, consider subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. If you love the episode, screenshot it, share it to your story and tag me. And lastly, if you have any questions, send me a DM and I'll see if I can help. Thanks again for listening. Take care.